Every day is filled with choices. You're here because you're choosing to start with a win. Get ready to be inspired, learn something new, and connect with the Win Nation. Coming to you from REMAX World Headquarters in Denver, Colorado, Adam Kanto, CEO of REMAX with Start With A Win. Got a little dancing going on. How you doing, Producer Mark? I'm doing fantastic. I love it. Got your baseball cap on and your That's right. White it's glasses. a baseball cap. You're the only one without a baseball cap here, Adam. Where are you at? <laughs> I'm in a room here. I'll have to grab my Start With A Win hat or something. I don't know. That's right. Or like an old Miss hat like our, our good guest Q has today. So what's going on? That's right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have a rock star in a Remax network, just an amazing individual. I last saw him a few months ago. We were hanging out at a Pitbull concert in Florida. We have Quintavious Burdett, otherwise known as our friend Q. How you doing, my friend? Man, I'm doing wonderful. Enjoying weather here. That is un uh it's not normal here to have 80 degrees and the sun's hiding behind the clouds this morning. Today, the great day, man. I love it. I love it. Every time I see you, you got a huge smile on your face because you are you're grateful, man. I I love this. Yes, there have to. When you're when you're one of seventeen, you have to fight for everything you have. It's it's now a time where I can relax a little bit and be myself. I can smile every day, bro. Awesome, awesome. So, a little bit of, about Q. Q is a former D one athlete, as you can see, attended the University of Mississippi. Ole Miss played football and ran track. After you earned your master's degree, you worked for KPMG, which is an accounting firm in Atlanta. And you're like, hey, I want to pursue other endeavors, realizing that job was not doing it for you. So you earned your real estate license in 2018 after moving back to your hometown in Mississippi. Where at in Mississippi? San Antonio, Mississippi. How big is that? Oh, it's small, man. We probably got... 5,000 people in our town. Okay. Well, uh, based on that, your first year, <laughs> you closed 106 transactions. Bam. Rookie of the year in Mississippi for your first year as a real estate agent. And you developed a four point system to reach goals, set a measurable pace and maintain a, a productivity structure. So I want to get into some of you did this amazing transformation in you're like out in corporate world. You're like, no, not for me. I'm going to go be an entrepreneur and I'm going to kill it in that world. And I'm going to help people too. So you got a, you got a great attitude about it and some, some really neat things. So kudos to you, my friend, and welcome to the show. Hey, um, from your perspective, how do you describe yourself? Tell us, how does Q talk about Q? Give us your background from your perspective. Yeah. So, uh, I'm a very humble when loud type of guy, I tell people all the time, when I'm in the room, you know what. Then uh, that's because when you come from a background like I am, you can, you can easily uh, be forgotten or overlooked uh, from, you know, talent to a whore, having a younger brother, younger sister who needs the attention now. Um, so I'm very humble and loud. Um, I care for people. Uh, I don't mind working. I don't want anything given to me. You set me a goal and I push it every single time. And that's just my attitude. I'm a very confident individual, but I understand that I'm, I'm, I'm so confident that some folks look at it and say, man, this guy, he's copying there. No, I'm just real confident in my ability. I love it. And you, you mentioned uh, one of 17 or 18 or 17 brothers and sisters? One of 17. Yes. One of 17. Yes. I, you got to fight for every crumb. When you're one of 17, don't you? 
Oh yeah. Every single time there's nothing is given. You, when they say dinner is ready, if you're not on your P's and Q's, you'll be eating Raymond noodles tonight. So it's one of those <laughs> things I had to feel my body because I trained, you know, from 10 years old, uh, I was doing things kids just didn't do. Kids was asking for video games for Christmas. I was asking for a weight bench and ankle weights. I was running around the city, uh, carrying stuff on my back and I had to feel my body, man. So when dad said food is ready, by God, I tried to eat it off. You know, being with that many brothers and sisters, you grew up pretty young too, as far as caring for each other and learning life values and things like that, right? I did. I did. Uh, my dad, uh, he never asked us to do one single thing. Uh, if you wanted to learn, he would get up early in the morning and he'll start. He expected for you to be there, to look at it, to understand what he's doing. If you don't, ask questions. But if you don't ask questions, he's going to tell you one day, hey, go out there and change that tire. And if you've wow. been watching for the last four or five days and you haven't learned anything, you haven't asked any questions, your butt's about to get it. So you have to learn. You have to adapt quick. You have to be ready to be thrown out there in a fight. You know, coming back from Atlanta, I knew nothing about real estate. I knew nothing about Remax two years ago. All right. Um, I'm talking to Sammy. You probably know Sammy how he is. He was trying to get me before I left to do accounting for Remax. And, you know, when I left to come back, I said, hey, I'm coming back home. He was like, perfect. You need to go talk to my Remax. I said, look, dude, I'm not doing any more accounting. He's like, no, man. Remax is a real estate firm. I said, oh, okay. I can talk to you then, buddy. And let's sit down and talk about it. And when I did, man, it was, it was amazing. The family atmosphere that we have here, uh, the brand, the culture. Uh, so I was like, boom, I'm all in. But I had to jump that broom. I had to be ready to get in that fire. So. Well, I mean, it's, it, and it wasn't your first time jumping too. I mean, obviously, you know, growing up that way, but a D1 athlete at Ole Miss, I mean, that that is a big accomplishment to begin with. I mean, to actually make a D1 team, you got to be good. You got to be on it every single day. Tell us, I mean, it, when did you start wanting to be an athlete like that? Is, is that something that you aspired from a, a young boy or, or when did you want to get into something like that? Yeah, so um, as a kid, you know, I had dreams of going to the NFL, and I understood to get to the NFL, you have to go through college. And I grew up watching Reggie Bush, who's my favorite player. And, um, you know, every camp I went to, like I say, I was myself, I was loud. I was like yell, yelling at the other kids in their face. And that and that got me noticed. When you come from a small town like San Antonio, we all, we've only had one person in our history of our school to ever go deep one to the SEC. And they have to go D1 period, Jeremy Gear. Now he's coaching for the Cleveland Browns, uh, but he was the only one. So knowing that when I go to those camps, I have to stick out, I have to be loud. So I got offers, um, I don't, you know, starting in 10th grade, 11th grade. And the huge challenge for me was my senior year, I played probably six downs of football and I did not run track. I got hurt my very first game in my senior year. So I was out, done. So I had to rebuild myself. I had to rebuild my confidence. I had to instill, come springtime, I couldn't run track because my college coaches wanted to make sure that I can still run, jump, and play. So I spent that whole spring getting my ankle healthy enough to go out to those camps to show, hey, my scholarship is still here, and it's mine, and you're not giving it to no one else. So I proved myself, and I had a scholarship in track and football. All right, but going into school, I always knew that one day, someday, it's going to come to an end. So I mastered in what I felt like at the university was the hardest thing to master in is account. 
a lot of folks, you know, they just don't make it in that program. We're top three uh, program in the country, number one in the SEC for no, numerous years. So I took on that and I finished with honors uh, and, and I liked that challenge. And uh, after college, I had an opportunity to go to New York with the Giants and do a workout. And uh, I would have made that work had I didn't get turf toe. So every time it's like, oh, it's, 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 it's about to have full challenge. So versus going through that and say, I'm going to fight back. I told myself that I'm going to do something for the kids, for my community, for my culture, that anybody can replicate. Not anybody can go to the NFL, but everybody can come back and be successful with business. So I said, I'm going to change my life around. I'm going to have an NFL lifestyle without ever planning on a down in the NFL. That's been my model, my goal, my, my thing that I look up to. And man, two years now, I'm having fun, bro. Right on. I mean, that is so inspirational. I, I love it. You, you know, but I mean, here's the reality. This wasn't because of magic or something like that. I mean, you made this happen. So you, you hurt your ankle. You, you've worked through challenges before and you look at things and you make a plan and you go after it. So you, you came up with your four point system as a real estate agent as well. I mean, you, you just broke it down into processes. So tell us, I mean, how does Q think? How do you think that helps you say, all right, there's a challenge. I'm going to reverse engineer this. I'm going to break it down and I'm going to, I'm going to make it into things that I can go attack and get accomplished on. I mean, and, and that's the first thing I realized when I met you is this is a man of systems and you work your systems religiously. I mean, you are disciplined. Where does that come from? How did you get there? Yeah, it comes from, uh, um, you know, believe it or not, being an athlete is, is, is nothing different than going to the army. It instills a different set of uh, work ethic. You have to be disciplined. You have to wake up every day. You have to do it over and over and over again. Yesterday doesn't matter. So in this business, it's the same. I could get five other contracts today. If I don't work and go at it for tomorrow, then I feel like I'm a failure. I didn't do my job for today because 30 days from now, 45 days from now, one of those contracts is going to close. If you don't have something that's going to replace that, your business is moving backwards, not forward. So every single day I have to go out, I got I have to get four points. If I scored a touchdown last week, by God, I can't bring that seven points to the next game and say, oh, we have seven this week. And you know, no, we can't do it. So real estate agents have to stop thinking, oh, I'm doing well this month. I have five closings, six closings, 10, 15. I can take the month off. The agents who think like that, this agent writes me out there is going to bypass them very, very quickly. All right. So with me, that, that system, it allows me to stay hungry. Uh, it, it allows me to never, ever reach my goals because every day I have to do something different. I have to do it again. Almost like, uh, oh, you caught that pass? Catch it again. Oh, okay, I do it. I wake up and do it today. So yeah, it, it's fun, man. It, it's fun. All right. So break down the four point system for us. What, I mean, you, you talk, you got to score four points a day, right? Got to get four points a day. A contract is four points. All right. So okay. you get a contract, oh, four points. And when you get four points a day, you control your day at that point. You can shut it down or you can go after more points. But regardless, four points is a success. So a contract is four points. Putting a deal in the escrow is what they call it out there in California and other places. A list of agreement is two points. So once you get somebody say, hey, yes, I'm going to uh, to sell my house, you sign the list agreement, that's two points. Showing up volume is one point. You get one point per buyer, not per house. So once you go out and show a buyer, 10 houses, that's one point. 
Once you show the second buyer, you get two points. And what that does is this transition that agents stop thinking of, oh man, I showed this buyer two houses today. They wasted my time. They didn't buy a need. No, you got one point. You're one point closer to your goal. It's no waste of your time. And then meeting potential customers looking to do business in 90 days is a half a point. And those are my favorite points to get. And it's because those are the conversations that I have out in Kroger and Walmart. When I'm calling folks on the phone, when I go door knock, I'm searching for somebody to say, hey, I'm looking to sell my house, man, the next three months. Hey, I know somebody that is. Oh, you do? Give me the knock. I need that. Right now. Right. Don't wait. Don't, don't say anything. Send it to me. Look at your phone. Give it to me right now. You know, so one of those things, I won't get half a point. Um, and that's the best point because it requires the most work, but it's the most rewarding as well at the end of the day. Uh, so that's the four point system. Uh, can you get a plump for close? Hey, no. Why? A closing should be negative points, zero points, because the closing is only an act of you getting four points. So why did you get four points now from a uh, close? So closes are zero points. That means something has come off the board. Closings are bad in my eyes. I don't like closings, but it has to happen in my business. But what I do is I try to replace each closing. Every day, replace, replace, replace. So this is so cool. I mean, and this is not just real estate. Anybody listening to this show? I mean, you might be in sales. You might, I mean, medical or insurance. Who knows what you're in? But the reality is this is getting deals done in life and business. And it's so cool because, I mean, what you, what you hear Q doing here is he's top loading this whole process. It's about getting people involved in the process and it's that journey instead of the destination. You know, the closing is a destination. You're like, you're out of business once you once you get to the the game's over. You got to stay in the game. Tell me, you you mentioned um, to me when we originally talked about you didn't have any customers, so you went and bagged groceries. Hey, everybody, listen to this. If you're not talking to a customer right now, get your butt down to the grocery store and bag some groceries and meet some. Q, tell us how how that happened. It's simple. We, I got a call one day from a rep, I guess, for Kroger. They were saying, hey, spend a thousand bucks a month. We'll put your photo on the basket of Kroger. And I'm like, thousand bucks? So someone can put bread on top of my face and never look at it? Heck no, not <laughs> one. Uh, what I do is I get myself up, I go to Kroger, and I talk to people. So what I would do is I would help them bag their groceries, take it to the cars, uh, load it up, but also give them a business card. And then when I'm in the grocery store, I will get a buggy. I fill my buggy up, but I fill it up according to where people are. So if they're on a grapevine and they pick up grape grapes, I'm going to pick up the green grapes. Hey, you eating grapes? What are you doing with those? Hey, the best way to eat those, put them in the freezer for two days before you eat them. But these here, you can eat them. So I'm just starting conversation that either with, hey, by the way, my name is Cortez. I'm with Remax. If I can never help you, let me know. Boom. Go to the milk aisle. If they get whole milk, I'm going to get 2%. Oh, my God. I'm going to drink a whole milk. Nobody can got to his debt. Oh, man, I'm going to get this 2% milk. Hey, anyways, my name is Cortavius. I'm with Remax. If I can help you, let me know. And I did that so much, so much, so much. Here's the thing. Now, uh, I go to Kroger. Even even if I'm really about to grocery shop, they always ask, you putting that stuff back today, right? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm grocery shopping today. I'm not going for anything else. But, but then I got a moving truck and I branded my moving truck. And guess where I parked it? I parked it at Kroger. 
Because now that's where the most of the folks know me from, and that area is the core. And what really made me continue to do that is I doorbopped the subdivision. Later that day, I went to Kroger, and I was talking to folks and meeting folks, and there was a guy with that door knocked. He didn't come up to me in Kroger. He called me about two weeks later. He said, hey, we want you to sell our house you door knockers. But he said, I'm going to tell you right now while we're using it. I was like, okay, who is He's like, you door knock my house. We went to Kroger later that day, and we saw you at Kroger, man, passing out cars and helping people. So it was like, that's the type of agent I was working for. Poof. You tell me something like that, oh, you didn't boost me all. I'm going, I went to Kroger every day. <laughs> oh, you just never know who's going to see you and where they're going to see you, where did they, you see them another place. So I was just addicted to that. Just, just that feeling of, man, somebody might see me today and that's all yesterday and I want them to see me. And I just kept going and going and going. You're the type of individual you can't say no to. If you say, Q, you can't do this, you're going to go, I'm going to prove I can do it plus more. Yes. And that's how I got started. So I moved back from Atlanta. I told uh, Sammy, which is the owner of our Remax office, and uh, he said, Q, what are your goals? And I said, well, Sammy, I'm going to do, you know, 500000 my first year in real estate. I'm going to make sure. He was like, whoa. He was like, Q, this, I'll be proud if you did half of that. And to be honest with you, I'll be proud if you did half of that, which is 125. And I looked at him and I tell him, perfect. I mean, I understand what you would be proud of, but for me to be proud, I have to do 500,000. All right? All my eggs are in this basket. I don't have a plan B at all. Then I leave that office. And about two or three days later, I talk to an agent that's in my office that has a team. And they was asking, hey, what are your goals? And they was telling me, oh, man, your first year to hit that, you need four, you need this many agents, you need this much uh, contact, you need. So they were trying to tell me everything that I needed to hit that. Well, we all know my first year I hit yours. But everyone else didn't think I could. But I believe from day one. I didn't know Chairman's Club would lead to 106 houses. All I know was at the end of the year, my statement was going to read 500 grand. And that's what it did. Fast forward to now, year three, I gave myself year one a goal to hit diamond by year five. I'll hit diamond in August. August of this year, I hit diamond. And it's just my drive and my hunger. And it, I, I, I can't be told no, like you said, it's because if, if I hear it no, I'm going to work until I find somebody to tell me yes, replacement stuff, to find my clothes. I want to replace. I want to work. I want to be the foreignest working agent here. I want to be the well-known agent. I want to be everything that every agent thinks they want to be. I want to be it as well. But the only difference is I'm willing to work for. I'm willing to go out and bust my butt to make sure it happens. I love it. A few things that come to mind here. In fact, I uh, brought you up to a bunch of new brokers I spoke to this morning <laughs> in broker training, talking about you know some really, really spectacular people that we have in our network, and you are certainly one of those, my friend. And by the way, for anybody wondering, Diamond is a million dollars in gross commission. Boom. That's awesome. I mean, it's, that's pretty spectacular, and I look forward to uh, when we announce the awards at the end of the year, seeing where you, you come out, my friend, I'm sure you will not disappoint one bit knowing you. So um, what we we're seeing here with what you're working on Q and how your brain functions, you deploy consistent focused excellence. I call it CFE, consistent focused excellence. You're not out chasing a whole bunch of different things. 
you are focused on getting your four points consistently every day and doing it with excellence. And that is truly what drives success, especially in a, a sales entrepreneurial commission based environment. You know, a lot of people, they can go to work and they can get by. That does not work in your genetics. I mean, you're, you're like, why? Why would I do that? Why would I waste my day that way? You are focused on being consistently excellent there and, and you're exhibiting the actions of leadership. And that's, that's awesome because you, know, you, were, you were talking about how you want to model the behaviors that any, any young leader, any person in your community that you, you know, you're like, you can do this. You can be as successful as you want to be. And that's a really cool part that Dave Linegar talked about in 1973. He said, I want to create an environment where people can be as successful as they want to be. And you're living that, my friend. I mean, you are living that. Good for you. And um, your broker, Sammy, fantastic person. I know he is. That guy's a, he's a driven individual as well. And a very kind, very kind human being. So Yeah. If you ever need some honesty... Call Sam. He gonna give me to you straight. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Q. What what advice do you have for people who want to? Uh, you know, they're they're listening to this. They're like, oh, I wish I could do that. I wish I could do 106 transactions in a year. Or you know, we're not even gonna go into how many you're gonna do this year. What would you tell somebody that wants to really raise the bar? What advice do you have? Yes, um, it's a very proven plan that works. And like I tell folks all the time, I can arrange. Uh, to the age of who's just now I'm getting into business. I'm fairly new, been in this business now two and a half years. And I can also relate to the age of who's been here 17 years who's looking for a change. My first 30 days in the business, I talked to uh, right at 6,000 people. All right. So the name of this game isn't about paying for leads, buying leads, paying for marketing. It's about how many folks can you talk to that'll talk back and like you. So you have to work on your personality. You have to work on things that on the inside. And, and here's the thing, a lot of folks think uh, it's out there. No, it's in here. The business is in here. It's in your heart. It's in your head. It's, it's the way that you think. So now, uh, once you start to talk to folks and you understand that it's not about trying to get them to buy or sell a house, it's about building a relationship and moving forward with that person in life. And, and being there, you know, for me, when I call, I never ask them, are you ready to sell or, or buy a house? I ask for the person. I introduce myself. I give back to their time. All right? I neutralize the conversation and I get to the point. So if I was calling Adam, hey, masking with Adam. Hey, Adam, this quick take is over at Remax. Did I catch you at a bad time? No, oh, I got you. You know, old Miss playing out of Omaha this weekend. Are you an old Miss fan? Oh, you might down. Oh, my God, we're going to crush you guys. Well, look here. <laughs> I see you've got a house at 123 Main Street. Have you guys thought about potentially kind of upsizing, downsizing, moving on, doing something different? Okay, I got you. And then move on from that conversation. So you have to work on your tone. You have to work on your delivery. You have to work on your uh, what you're going to say. And the simple as saying the exact same thing every single time, you never have to think it on or pause. You know, so just really put me in that time where if you want to be successful, write it on the board. Every day you wake up in the morning, look at it and make sure you're doing the things that get you there. Most folks, they, they think they want to be productive. They think they want to be successful until you tell them that they're going to have to give up two hours of sleep. You're waking up at 7 o'clock in the morning. You have to wake up now at 5. And then, boom, you can cancel out for people who really want to be successful 
because uh, those folks start waking up at five with the folks who don't, they'll say, well, I can still get it done and waking up at seven. Well, I wake up at four o'clock in the morning. If you're here in my market and you wake up at seven o'clock, you don't have a chance. Until you meet somebody like me, you will not understand the power of what I just said. Because I'm going to go out there and I'm going to find the person. I'm going to work. I don't mind work. I'm 27 years old. So to the 35-year-old wage and 40-year-old 40 40 year wage who's saying, uh, oh, I'm too old to go out there and work, well, guess what? I'm not. And to the 22-year-old wage who hasn't come into their form yet and don't know how to talk to people, I do. So until you practice and you put that time in with yourself and you get build that confidence, you'll forever be behind. So first step that go, build that confidence and go after it. Don't let anybody tell you you can't. You can't. Q, you're, man, you're a hero. You are awesome. Where can everybody find you? If, uh, you know, your website, uh, social media, where, where can they find you at? Yes, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook. It's where I'm the most active. And let me throw this in. It, it, is, it is so crazy. And, and I just thought about it when you asked me. But, you know, I don't have a CRM, nor do I have a website at all. I have an iPhone and I have an Instagram and a Facebook. And that's how I get everything done. So a lot of folks think they need all these shiny objects. You really don't. Uh, just be yourself and go talk to people. But if you look at me up on Instagram, it's Quintavious Birdette. And on Facebook, it's the same, Quintavious Birdette. Uh, please follow me. I, I post content there. Uh, I'm very active. You will see some of the things that I post. Uh, and I will say, if you're on social media, you want to build your business that way, um, I have a little trick. Uh, and here's the thing. I'm not going to tell you guys a trick on here. If you follow me and DM me, I'll tell them. How about that? Yes. All right. Q, I ask uh, all of our amazing guests on Start With A Win the same question. I, I mean, <laughs> you've given us a lot of wins already. Uh, so Quintavious Burdett, great friend of ours, a winner in life, somebody who is just kicking butt in life. How do you start your day with a win? Yep. I start my day every single morning by waking up at 4 a.m. From 4 to 5 o'clock in the morning is my time. I work out at 5.15 and 6.15 to get my body going. Uh, and at that time, everything else, it just happens that it happens. So it starts with then waking up and having that me time in the morning and then going following them with an intense workout to get my day started. Uh, that's how I hang it out. Quintavious Burdett, thank you so much for being on Start With A Win. It's great to see you again, my friend. Um, we send our very best to you and all the wonderful people there at your Remax office. Tell Sammy hi for us. And uh, thank you for starting with a win. Man, I appreciate it. That's right. Hey, and thank you so much for listening to Start With A Win. If you'd like to ask Adam a question or tell us your Start With A Win story, give us a call. Leave us a message at 888-581-4430. Don't forget to go on to iTunes and subscribe, write a review, and rate the show. It helps us get the word out and reach more people. For more great content, head over to startwithwin.com. You can follow Adam on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And remember, start with a win.